we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. We assume. Hey everyone, welcome back to TVI. Hi. Um, oh, I left my cup on the t- table. Fuck. Advertising. Um, oh, Star Wars got um, episode one six eight guest. Francis Foster, the comedian, most dangerous podcast, man in the UK most, comedy, the most dangerous South London comedian in a <laughs> double <laughs> sleeve. Um, welcome back, welcome back, shunned Francis. by the business, <laughs> the most right wing comedian in the UK, fallen soldier. <laughs> now um, Rogue, Rogan put you over onto us. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Since we, recommended. We, we heard of you. On the, yeah, we heard of you on that little podcast. <laughs> no, um, uh, it's your second time on the podcast. It but, is indeed. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. One quick thing, um, we were in Starbucks before, I was in there before you guys, mm-hmm. then you got there, I had to run to the toilet. The shift but finished. I, I, almost, <laughs> I was almost late for this fucking podcast, I was behind six girls, all like 18. Oh, yeah. Just locked in with your eyeballs. <laughs> Staring at their batty holes. Just in a daydream. <laughs> <laughs> Licking my lips. No, but I was behind. Smelling their hair. <laughs> Excuse me, how does everybody fucking hate me and you just do this shit? And yet I go, well, maybe like we shouldn't like... Because be- we're just perverts. We're not right wing, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can no. get away with it as long as you're just a pervert. No, as long as you're a left wing pervert. Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? The best type. Yeah, exactly. I know, but um, not left or right. But I'm, they, the, I'm the bird. <laughs> everyone, all of them uh, ordered um, such elaborate coffees. Yeah, that it took. I was only behind like six people, but it took like 15 minutes. When you got there, I'd been in there for so long. Yeah. Because every single one of them had syrups and fucking cream and oh, all these that. things and like, and every, I was just literally waiting Dr. for a Pepper filter coffee. Yeah. My filter coffee, they just had to go like that and go bloop, and that's it. Yeah. And fuck it, it annoyed me. It annoyed me. It put me in a bad mood. I've stopped having coffee actually on the pod because I, I, I like peak and then dip at the end. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of info for you. <laughs> yeah, that's called age, mate. <laughs> what coffee did you go? Young age. For? Yeah, I go oat. <laughs> 
such a oat milk flat white. It's a I'm, classic. I'm one of them now. I know, I'm, I'm an oat milk. But if I get a milky coffee, it's an oat milk flat white. You see, it's accepted in metropolitan areas. You go out into the sticks and I order an oat milk flat white, and they will look at you as a scum that you well, ate. You're, you're on the way to the Pride March, mate. Have <laughs> 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 your rainbow T-shirt. <laughs> no, but um, it, I, I reckon it's getting better though. Yeah. Like, you know, what I mean, I remember when I went vegan a decade ago. Like and I'd do gigs in, you know, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we'd stop at a fucking service station and try and get a soy latte at night. He just couldn't do it. Whereas yeah. now, I think that he's starting to, it's starting it's to spread. Business, it's getting it? into the sort of mainstream. I mean, it's been in the mainstream for a while, but now even like people in fucking like in the arse end of nowhere have started to sort of introduce dairy-free milks into their diet because they realise it's. They're not going to get bowel it's cancer. Probably if a bit they better for you as well, isn't it? Well, I just like the you. French approach. You ever try to order like an oat milk f- a cappuccino or a flat white in a French restaurant? They just look at you and go, "No." No, exactly. Yeah, no. They just say no. It's like no, that's to, all they uh, say. But it's on the Budapest. menu. No, no. I went to Budapest for a yeah. weekend. And I, that was, I mean, it's the most ironic weekend I've ever had. Mm. I was in Hungary and I couldn't fucking eat anything. Really? <laughs> but, yeah, like literally like Budapest is not, we had like one vegan cafe we found and that was shit. It's good to right. meet people of integrity. Do you know what I mean? Budapest yeah. is hung, B- Bucharest is, is Romania. Yeah, is Romania. That, oh yeah, that's yeah. where I went, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I went there for a minute, but no, I went the other one. <laughs> so it's lovely. Budapest is lovely. But it's also getting a bit of that um, stag weekend vibes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like Love them vibes, man. Well, but, uh, the way our economy's going, mate, the whole thing's going to be fucking reversed. They're going to yeah, be coming yeah. here for their stag do's. They're well, going to be pissing in our <laughs> fountains. <laughs> That'd be quite fun, actually. Yeah. To get loads of Hungarians every weekend coming yeah. over getting wanked in O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. look, I am pissing in their fountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's not Scottish. <laughs> Anyway, welcome back. Thank you, mate. Um, since you were last on, your podcast has got even bigger. Yeah. Um, is it bigger Tr- as a podcast or is it bigger as a YouTube show now? What's, um, the, what's the thought? Yeah, it's it's bigger as a YouTube show, but the podcast side is growing. So cool. like it's like we're about half a million across like all platforms, including like audio and and video. That's good. So that's a lot of people, and obviously you just recently been into in America on uh, mm. on the Joe Rogan podcast. That's, yeah. the, that's the biggest one in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Joe's. I think yeah. it's the biggest show in the world, including TV. It probably is, yeah. isn't it? What's uh, how many people including watch or TV listen I. to it? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it gets about 10 mil an episode Fucking average. hell mate yeah. so many people you, you know that's what more than, that's almost like a sort of you know EastEnders Christmas special isn't it? <laughs> I know it's <laughs> true <laughs> it that's not as much I mean I've, I think last Christmas is what was the biggest thing we talked about this on the podcast a while back yeah, I think it was but, EastEnders with Angie and Den and they were, that was like eight, that was like that was like 25 million yeah, yeah, yeah. but there was only it? about 26 million in the country then, <laughs> <laughs> every telly was on yeah, in the yeah. country yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan's 11 million per episode, episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. so if he keeps going he'll get up to EastEnders yeah. Christmas special he <laughs> <laughs> needs Angie and Den on there <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he, is he still alive Leslie Grantham do you remember <laughs> no I think he it died got, man it, do you got, remember? it got done for some he, he, got, he killed he ki- I think he killed someone he murdered someone I oh, no it wasn't murder he knocked him in his car yeah. yeah. Wasn't yeah. that back in the day, though? Yeah, it was. Pre Dirty Den. That's how he got the name Dirty <laughs> Den. <laughs> yeah. You've got to kill someone to get that nickname. <laughs> yeah. But hey, do you remember he got done for that Skype wank he was at? Oh, yeah. All yeah. the footage went around. He was licking his finger. Like, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Look, but here's oh. the thing. There's no dignified like way to have a to have a wank on camera. I will say, right, I will say <laughs> as somebody who I've had a I've had a I've had a small number of Skype sex 
Is this a confession, Carl? With Julian during <laughs> lockdown. And he's very good at it, is what I was yeah. going to say. He's the only one I know I to make it right. I my lips close <laughs> no, to camera. It, yeah, it's disgusting. It's yeah. funny because normally when you do a FaceTime, you spend most of the time looking at yourself, innit? Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. You That's not... how I wank anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you are a comedian, mate, so therefore a um, narcissist, so it does make sense. True. But I found it there, obviously with a Skype wanks, mm. get sex. You don't. It's the one time you actually want to be looking at the other thing. Yeah. Which had the other woman as a <laughs> but the big old <laughs> dick. <laughs> Do you know what? When you see like those things, it makes you realise how women literally take one for the team. Do you know what oh I mean? God, Seeing that's... our sweaty, horrible faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah, um, yeah. we're pretty. Blessed, <laughs> Bless up, sisters. Um, I should probably say Luke's on the desk today. Um, is it your first Hello. time doing the desk? Luke on the ones uh, and the twos. Am I doing that bad a job? No, no, First time in this room. Yeah. No, I mean, it's the first time you've done our podcast. You do other yeah. podcasts here, but yeah. this, is, this is a first. So um, is, feel yeah. free to, like, uh, you know, you're welcome to join in. Don't feel like you just got to sit there. Oh, joy. Just, um, just mm. not enjoying us at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, anyway, so you were in America. How long were you in America? Uh, we were there for 18 days. We went over, uh, we started in New York. Nice. We interviewed a com- comedian called Tyler Fisher, Mark Norman. I think you probably know Mark. I've heard of Mark Norman. I've not heard of Tyler Fisher, but um, I, yeah, Mark Norman did Edinburgh one year. I remember him coming over, did he? No, no he, said, he, said he, he said he didn't do it. Has he done London? Yeah, yeah, he's done maybe London. He did London about last month. We were talking about. Has he done it before? Four. No, uh, well, maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but um, yeah, I do know the name Mark Norman. Yeah, so we did. Mark uh, so, Wahlberg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to um, uh, Washington to see a few friends. Then we went to Austin. We interviewed Theo Von. Went on Rogan. Uh, Theo Von's funny. I, I, oh, I, I love like, Theo, I think man. I love, well, listen, I've listened to his podcast a couple of times. He's a very funny. He's one of them people that can just chat on his own. Yeah, which is a rare thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and he's properly sound as well. The thing is with Theo, when you talked, it was like, when we interviewed Theo, I felt a bit guilty actually because we'd just come back from Rogan. We both had like, it was a four and a half hour interview. We did, we smoked this huge blunt on the podcast. So we were... So we were all off our nuts. I couldn't do. I couldn't do that, man. It's probably high quality. Oh, mate, it was. Rogan probably grows it. Yeah, and it was this farm. Yeah, (laughs) and it was incredible, right? And then we get back. Is it all legal over there, everywhere? No, it depends on the state. So, for instance, in New York, it's perfectly legal. In California... Legal, where you can just... In the street? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You you literally walk into a dispensary, they're called, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is basically <coughs> a weed store, and you go, right, this is what I like. I prefer, like, a more chilled-out, relaxed, or I want something which is a bit more peppy, and they go, would you prefer edible? Would you prefer smoke? Do you yeah. prefer to smoke? And they will just give you, like, just... It's like walking into, you know, like a craft beer store almost. And right. you can say what it is that you like. Okay. Whilst in Austin... <laughs> I'd, 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 be, I'd fuck myself up. <laughs> I remember doing that in Amsterdam, like Amsterdam. When I went yeah. into... I remember me and my mates doing some mushrooms. Oh. We just, and, like, my mate went into the shop and went and got them for us all. And he was like, oh, just give me some mild ones. We've never done it before. And we were, like, you know, 20 <laughs> or something. And then we it all took them. And within about half an hour, they weren't very strong. So me and my other mate went over and were like, give us the strongest things oh, you've got oh, that will fuck, fuck us up. And, they just, and we took me and him took a whole box of these truffles each. And it just went like, we went so over the top. Like we were like, went through to the point of like, we're going to die. My mate, my mate had a full on psychotic episode. Richard goes <laughs> off, pissed himself in front of us, threatened us. 
And then he'd come up on the mushroom. And then kicked in and just chilled out a bit. Trying to explain to you spirituality whilst with a wet crop. Yeah. But no, but it's that thing of like, that's what I feel like, you know, it's a danger, isn't it? Give me the nice chill one and you have one. I did that. Give me the strongest shit. I ate a whole bag and it said it's got instructions in it. Like, the longer you chew it, the better, the more strong it is. I'm thinking it's got instructions. It ain't going to blow my head off. I was fucked. Everything's got instructions. It's like Ikea, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was just fucked up, man. I was laughing so much, I had to sit away from everyone. Mm. I had to but, go and sit on my own in the corner so I could finish cry laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so much more dignified and so much safer than what we got over here. I remember the first time I went to Glastonbury. It's not as naughty. That's why it's not as fun. Yeah. I, I like drugs being illegal because you feel I like you're blown up, up my arsehole in the alleyway. People doing a bit of Kia Coke in the toilet. That's way more fun than if it was legal. Yeah, but it's it, but the thing is, is like you don't know what you're getting. Like I remember I took mushrooms Again, at Glastonbury. Again, that's the fun. The fun is you could die. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point in doing it? If that's not, get that, some that. of that sweet fentanyl. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be there in the fucking corner, just like. <laughs> um, that, but yeah, that's. I mean, that is obviously yeah. There is within reason. I think we're like, we're quite blessed here that you know yeah. if you are buying narcotics, they're normally cut so so much. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, not yeah. with uh, murder. It's if they're cut with paracetamol, and it? it's probably you probably makes you feel like you, more you of a man. More anyway, yeah. <laughs> you do, do like could, fifteen lines in a night. Ibuprofen <laughs> <laughs> makes your knees feel better. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but no. So but here's the thing: in Texas, it's actually illegal because Texas is a what's well, called a, it's a purple state, which is it's a mixture of Republican and Democrat. But right. the Republicans run it, but it's got a large sort of liberal bent to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I say, isn't it meant to be like sort of, isn't it Austin's meant to be like the hipster yeah, it is. of America now? Yeah, and that's it's where the University of Texas is. It's where the University of Austin is. So it's quite liberal and right. like hipster. But it's actually illegal to smoke weed. But Joe's podcast is so big that he just doesn't give a fuck. So you're, oh, right, okay. He just smokes it when, like, on camera and it's illegal. That is, but, but that's like <sighs> the whole, like, I was at Top Secret on Friday when Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and. Aziz Ansari were on stage together at, all at once. And like Chappelle was just smoking the whole time. And even was I. Mark, yeah. Mark there, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. bet Mark was, was not happy. Oh, Mark was came so up stressed. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, he was. He had a like, for vaping. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he was so excited. Obviously, Mark, like, for people that basically, Mark uh, Rothman, who runs Top Secret Comedy Club. Good. You know, egg. it's the, the best comedy club. Like, in it terms is. of, like, it's. it's it's unlike any other comedy club in the UK, and there's so many shows are running at the same time. And it's so exciting. It's like the perfect club, isn't it? It's, yeah, it yeah is. it's like it's become this sort of hub of like comedy, the new comedy sort of uh, comedy going public of London. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not just a, you don't just pay twenty quid, go and sit down and watch a show. It's just it yeah. feels like there's a real buzz to it. That's why like big names pop in. But Mark, who runs it, is he runs an incredible business. But he's he's like a sort of I've never seen anything like it. He's fucking like spinning so many plates. Going there, he's putting a light bulb. In yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. In the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Fixing everything. Fixing a lock on the toilet. And then door. he's like, literally when he's just come off stage from hosting downstairs, yeah, yeah. he runs off and he goes and like he's plunging the toilet. <laughs> but um, but he was so yeah he was so stressed because obviously it was chaos. The yeah, room, like yeah, word had got round that they were coming down like yeah. that. But fucking Chevelle's just smoking on stage. And I was like, how big you got to be just to be able to get away with that? No that the club will just take, pay the fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's that yeah. funny thing where, like, I, found, I don't know why I found that the most shocking thing about 
what they were on stage. Yeah, it didn't say anything shocking at all. But like, I mean, I was watching it. Like, oh, that's the most shocking thing to me is having a fag on stage. Yeah. You know? yeah. that is... Well, how, how big's the fine for that? I don't know. I don't reckon it'd be that much. They'd have to get caught, wouldn't they? I suppose. But yeah, it... there was no police here. No one brought. Like, no, but did, did, did they confiscate phones? Because normally when Chappelle performs, no. really, well, they couldn't. It was they just were, doing it was a relaxed kind. Yeah, of it was chat, unannounced. It was unannounced. No one knew it was there. They, so they came on. It was security couldn't go and take three hundred people's phones yeah, off them. Yeah. Oh, but they they did that uh, up the creek when yeah. Kevin Hart because he dropped down to the blackout. Yeah, and no one knew he was coming, and he had. It's a person of color out. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you racist fucking pig. That's what somebody Cancel his gigs. At him when he went on All stage. your open mics. I want them gone. Uh, oh, but. No. So what? How? But how did that work? I don't understand. He had his own guys. But how? What was the, the admin of that? Would be an absolute nightmare. They, they, they were literally just like prowling around the thing, being like anyone holding their phone. Oh yeah, if you get so yeah, they, they did say no photos or yeah. uh, or videos. But then a couple of people tried it, and they just got straight to the security. Was like put it away. Like there was no people mm. weren't getting dragged out or nothing. It was all very. It was actually very chilled. Mm. Like it was late as well, and the atmosphere. Like they definitely, I think, went on too late because like. It sort of got. They obviously when they went on stage, the fucking place went off. Oh, of course. But then quite went. quickly, when they weren't just, even expecting them, no one had a clue. It's like the, the crowd got so excited when Aziz Ansari went on in the middle to do stand up. Like it was like, oh, that's a that's like American guy. Mm. And then after the interval, uh, Chappelle went on. At, like just got introduced as the third act, and the crowd were like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah. And then he brought Chris Rock out on stage like, after five minutes, Whoa. and then after about ten minutes, Aziz Ansari went back on. The three of them just sort of just chatted. But what was quite interesting, because it was late and it had been a long night of comedy, like Aziz did quite long in the middle, the actual energy dropped off quite substantially. And I like, wouldn't have done if I was there, mate. <laughs> they would have all left. <laughs> we'd have never have gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would have got really used to that tepid yeah. sort of atmosphere. <laughs> but Please but, don't go. I've still got to do my jokes. But basically, yeah, like the actual energy was sort of plateaued quite early doors. And mm. yeah, there was a few like, you know, Chris Rock was quite good at making jokes about how the energy wasn't very good and some bits weren't landing. And it was like, it was quite heartening, I think, to see uh, yeah, for them to get that because it's like, that's a London audience thing, isn't it? You still yeah. got to just, you've got to maintain the energy and keep the jokes yeah, yeah, coming. Yeah. I think actually when it got to them three just having a chat, a lot of the audience were like, oh, come on, mate, just do a joke. You know yeah, what I mean? Which I think it, it's quite a nice thing to have that cynicism as a, as a group of people. Definitely. Yeah, in America, I think they would have ridden the energy of them being superstars yeah, much yeah. longer. Whereas oh. here, we're like, yeah, right. <laughs> but you make me laugh. I, I was at the cellar um, in like the comedy cellar in uh, New York and they had like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart did a set yes. and like everyone went mental. He was actually really, really funny. And then they got like a few other people who've been on big series, like just chatting and laughing. And it just seemed more conducive to an American audience because they, they're, yeah. they're more about like the celebrity culture. I think so. Here we, I do, I do. I've seen it happen with loads of people. I remember doing uh, up the Creek with Kev Bridges. Mm. Um, it, this was like five years ago. So yeah. he's, you know, he'd already become Kevin Bridges, superstar yeah. arena yeah. comedian. And he was in town, and he went down to do try out some new stuff in the middle on a Friday night yeah. at, um, up the creek. And I was that I, I was closing, mate. That's that's <laughs> one of them calls so you had... get when they're like, "Oh, Kev's going to go on in the middle and do twenty minutes of new," and you're like, "I am a dead man." <laughs> and um, but actually, 
because it was. Did it, you do your wanking bit? That always brings me back. <laughs> oh, mate, I did. You just I, wanked. I pulled out every trick in the book. So like, I literally like, I when I went on, obviously I didn't get a, as anywhere near a round of applause the size of Kev. Yeah. And I literally pulled the whole sort of, oh, I get it. Some guy after telly, and you go fucking mental for, yeah. but a fucking Londoner goes on, you go, well, shit, and they're like, yeah, she's one of us. Like, yeah, I basically yeah, had yeah. to trick him into like, in, like going for me early doors, but. Because it was a Friday night at up the creek, and it was December. Mm. They were just well pissed. So actually, Kev quite quickly realised, oh, this is not a conducive for new material. Did he go over time? No, not at all. He underran, I think. Because Lee just Evans be jumps on in the middle at the Glee, doesn't he? It does about like, 40 minutes. No, but Kev got a bit annoyed with him because like, he went on to do new stuff and it was a fucking December Friday and Saturday and up the creek. So yeah, it was yeah. hilarious fuck. So I think he ended up sort of going, oh, this is actually isn't the right place for new material. So just so yeah, that's that thing with bankers. Yeah, that's the thing with Kev. Can't handle pressure, mate. <laughs> <laughs> used to play in arenas, mate, but Friday night at the um, creek, he can't yeah. handle it. It was very, yeah, you could tell he just wrote, he was just like getting annoyed with people just going, you know, <laughs> coked up fucking geezers from Kent. Oh, mate, I'll tell you this one thing. Like, So I used to regularly MC the person of colour out on a Thursday, right, which is a new act, new material. Like, it was a little gong show, right? Mm. And there was these, and I love the it's group. Good they got you to MC. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> person of colour. Bit of diversity. Yeah, yeah, bit of diversity. Get him out. Did um, you pull the Venezuelan card? Of course I did, early doors. Of <laughs> course I, I did Venezuelan did. football. Yeah, on. exactly. Aye, aye, yeah, aye. With your accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all looked at me and went, he doesn't look fucking African. What's going on? <laughs> no, Um. and there was this group of lads, right, who were per- persistently heckling, 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 just being knobs, right? And then I walked into the toilets and they were there in a circle, all taking a piss into a cup. Oh, yeah. And they, one of them just looked at me and went... As down, I walked in, down mate. this compound. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? I did. Yeah. We got you a dream. And that's yeah. what won them back, mate. That's why you're a good compound. Yeah. <laughs> but it just one of them looked at me and went, It's not gay. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's not gay, but it's not, it's not on, is it? It's not it's just like, yeah. I don't even think that's something gay people do anyway. No, exactly. Yeah, I don't, it's such a it's such a weird, blokey, yeah. straight blokes. Like, it's a weird thing with a certain genre of straight bloke, isn't it? Like it's your rugby homo lads. Erotic, yeah. it? It's almost like they want to go all the way to like just, uh, we're all going to look at each other's cops. Each other's cops and we're going to wank, we're gonna wank in front of each yeah. other. And then it's like, but no, we're not gay on like, it's yeah, always like yeah, you've yeah. got to stop just looking, before that. So what's looking just, in your mate's eyes as you come? Yeah. yeah, but literally, just like you just you want to say to them, just why don't you all just try it once? Just yeah, all, yeah, like, yeah. like literally bang each other and see how it Film feels, it and, and then you'll get it out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> or join the rugby team. That's what they all. But do. that's what that's what I mean. Yeah. That sort of vibe of like rugger buggers. Yeah. 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 Whereas actually, you just want to say to them, why don't you just kiss one of your mates? Yeah. And then no, if you, you like it, then you'll you'll that's what bring you bring it in. Yeah. If you don't like it, then stop acting like that. Yeah. That's what I'd say if I was a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you'd tweet at them. Um, but anyway, what were we saying before we got on to... Well, yeah, we were saying to you were in America, you went to... You did Theo Vaughn, then you did Joe Rogan. Yeah. And um, and what was the... What's his studio like? like oh, yeah, on a, what is it? I bet it's well nice. It like, is, it's, it's, it's really like nice. warehouse kind of vibe. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a warehouse kind of vibe. Like, the moment you walk in, you just realise, like... It's so professional. Yeah, of course. Everything is right, really mate, we're, professional we're right in America. In, Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Francis. Yeah, exactly. But, but whatever you do, anything... We've got some good kit. Yeah. yeah. 
It's true. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to show it because of this is, you know, based in Vauxhall and it will get nicked next week. But. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Very good security in these stores. 60 grand worth of stuff. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah. every, but everything, like, they take podcasting. To them, podcasting is just another form of broadcasting. Yeah. Whereas here, it's like, oh, let's go and do a podcast. We'll sit in the park and I'll get my little fucking phone out and then we'll do it. Yes. I mean, it is starting to get more professional here, obviously. As, well, yeah. it, it is, isn't it? Like, but it's, uh, yeah, they but call it the... narrow casting, though, don't they? As opposed to broad, because it's specific. You know, yeah. people. Are, I've never that's heard why that advertising before. money's better in podcasts because people are listening, yeah. as opposed uh, to having it on. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. passively. Know, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. know that. I've never narrow heard that, casting. Narrow <laughs> casting. Yeah. I like it. Francis, is it true? Because I, I watched an interview with Norm Macdonald where he yeah. said uh, he got frisked by like. SAS looking bodyguards and stuff. Is that all bullshit? No. <laughs> no I look, I can't like no, but no, we, we didn't get frisked at all. <laughs> That's Norm McDonald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever read Norm McDonald's autobiography? Yeah. No. It's one of the funniest books you'd ever read. Like yeah. he uh it it's called Based on a True Story and like it's just he writes it in this way that you never know what's real and what's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. And it's so apparently the audiobook's very good, but um, but I read the actual book, guys. Yeah. And uh, it was it's so funny because, yeah, he just tells at one point, you know, he starts a story about a night on SNL where you're like, oh, this feels true. But by the end of it, he's in prison or something. <laughs> well, obviously, it's not true. Like, he just so you never know everything he said, you could always, he did it with the idea of like fucking everyone up and no one knows what's true and what's yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. Why, yeah. He was, why he was no. one of the best. <laughs> but he, the one thing, like, when you meet, like, Rogue, like Joe, like he's a he's a properly sound Joe guy. now, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Joe. <laughs> my mate Joe. Joe. Yeah. J Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but he's 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 a really sound guy, really nice guy, cares passionately about comedy. And then you go on Twitter to see how UK comedians talk about him. Like he's a dickhead, he's a bastard. He's a... I'm like, oh, he... I've never heard anyone. I've never heard anyone mm. bad mouth Joe Rogan. I mean, I've heard people like sort of. In conversation, say they're not into it or whatever. Yeah, no, I've never I've seen heard. anyone tweet about him. Yeah, uh, you you should go on uh, the Joe Rogan experience and shit on the UK comedy industry. Oh, right. but that's you then. They're <laughs> shitting on you for your no, chat, no. not yeah. him. Uh, you caused that in yourself. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, I, I didn't. I've, I, you know, I'm I'm pretty. People see him as kind of a like, I guess, a muscle heady. I think they misunderstand it, maybe. Because he's a nice, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he is. He's a really good guy, man. And look, you the don't. The only criticism I've really, I mean, again, I'm out of the loop though. That's anyone. I, I, I'm pretty outside the sort of yeah. culture wars. I don't really pay attention to any of it. But, um, but that's I, why you're sane, mate. That's well why, done. That's why I'm mentally sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I always, the only criticism I've heard of him are times when he's had people like Alex Jones on his. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he sort of talks about him as a, their mate. And obviously, Alex Jones is a cunt, isn't he? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, I'm not saying that. I mean, what he did to those parents. Of course, man. Killed, it's despicable. You know, he's horrible and he's been done for it. Like, So I think that I think sometimes the criticism of someone like Joe Rogan is that he normalises someone of that extreme. Yeah. That's not, that's not just having some contrarian sort of a commentator on who yeah. might say some things that upset people. That is having somebody who's almost on another level, isn't it? It's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. So yeah. Like, I think that's, that's the only time I've really seen any crit- criticism. Is his... Um trial over now Alex Jones I think yeah what happened he got guilty yeah he was guilty I think yeah what's going to happen I I don't know I don't know I don't know Um, I wasn't following it that closely but he he was he was found guilty get him on yeah (laughs) mate I'll tell you what if you want views after that little spiel anyway our next guest is Alex Jones (laughs) I mean 
yeah. Six <laughs> million views. I'll get him on. I'll be I'm an absolute hypocrite. But <laughs> I um, but yeah. So what was because what was I did? I didn't follow it all, but I gathered yeah. there was some fallout yeah. of you to you for for what whatever you chatted about on Joe Rogan. Yeah. So, so what is it? Talk us through the. I've watched the talk first. Us through the, like, uh, I've watched the first what, what twenty-five controversy. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was uh, Joe said to me like, "Why is it or both of us? Why is it that all UK comedians suck?" Right. right. And I laughed and I went, "Yeah, they do." Right. right? Okay. And then we went off and we had a broader conversation. <laughs> Were you trying to butter up the big famous comedian? <laughs> <laughs> is this what's happening here? <laughs> Here's the thing. I Keep my it. name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but, but as the very famous uh, American economist Thomas Sowell said, when you make a statement, you say compared to what, right? right. Whenever you make a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for instance, you could say uh, England, like Tottenham, are the best team yes. in the world. And you go, well, the best team. You go compared to what? Compared to London, compared to the Premier right, League, yeah, yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to the Champions League. There's football. a lot of shit American comics as well, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. But I think the elite level of American comics are on a completely different level to the UK comics. But and that's what I should have said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what it, you I think, again, it's that thing when sometimes you, you state, set when you state <laughs> something as. Uh, <laughs> it's a classic thing. Killing rooms, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that group you were talking about. <laughs> Even named me, <laughs> but yeah, I think it is that thing. I Played a clip of me on it. When, if you make a statement like that, that sounds like a uh, quite a broad generalization. But yeah. why the would danger, UK, I suppose, is why would the comics care though? Like I, I didn't care that you said that. I know you weren't talking about me because you rate me. <laughs> yeah, but Sean Walsh had like the funniest when he messaged in afterwards. He was like. Could you just have said they're all shit except Sean Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, if you'd have just named some, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might not have had the grief. I yeah, suppose. you did big Nico up on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nico nice. Yearwood. Oh, cool. Yeah, we big, we big Nico up. I, I was, it was my plan actually to big up like and just go like actually. Well, then you stick to the plan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to also mention Jeff Innocent on there because I right. don't think Jeff gets his dues in comedy. I think Jeff's a phenomenal comedian. I was with him at the weekend. Very yeah, nice. obviously like, a, a top draw. Yeah, um, comedian. Yeah, because that's the funny thing. I suppose again, it's more. I, I suppose it's that classic. That's almost. This sums up the subjectivity of comedy more yeah. than anything. You know, people forget. I think people assume because comedians are in comedy that we're hyper aware that we're we're still subjective about it. Yeah. Whereas actually, no, we're still just normal people who watch comedy. Like you know, what I mean, everyone's got their opinions on. Mm. You know, like I'm not. I'm the opposite to you, and I'm not a massive fan of American comedy. Yeah, never have been. I was. Mm. I grew up watching Dave Allen and fucking, you know, sort of the Billy Connollys and stuff. So I think of sort of British and Irish mm, comedy yeah. as, as way superior to American yeah. comedy, just because that's my taste. Mm. You know, even currently, like I've not. I still. I would still say like Tommy Tiernan's the best in the world. Yeah, but I, I know that no one in America would know they know who he is. Mm. So like, yeah, I mean, I think it's totally subjective, um, and. Yeah, I think probably that's where the argument was arose. From <laughs> yeah. What sounded like a, a, a lack of subject <laughs> objectivity. Some people took it personally. Didn't yeah, they, they yeah. did. They got very upset. Very. What very was the thing? What I gathered, the only one I saw, the only part yeah. that I saw about the argument was about, and it was I didn't even see the original tweet. I think I saw somebody reply to it. Yeah. I can't even remember who fucking replied. Yeah. So bad. But um, it was about something about saying you can't say stuff in English comedy clubs. What was that thing about? Oh, that was Constantine. So right. we went to see Rogan um, at his club. It was it was Joe. It was Tony Hinchcliffe. It was 
Tony in? I know Tony. In. Yeah, I Kill Tony. He does a uh, Kill Tony yeah, point. Theo Vaughn and Hans, American Chinese. Gruber. Hans <laughs> Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing 10 minutes on the knacker Tony part <laughs> <laughs> I've got to pretend to. Huh? I know who he is. <laughs> he's, he's a, a die bad hard guy from Die Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hans yeah. Gruber, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Of course, like a war criminal or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were doing stuff like legitimately like there was like, I mean, I remember one bit like open with like something like something along the lines of like, tr- like trans women are, aren't women. Right. And then it went off into like a bit that was like very gender critical. Right. Okay. And a, like very. And I'm, okay. And a, we were like, you, there's no way you could do this in the UK. There just isn't. I suppose it, but I do say that I reckon you could. It just depends on the club. Sure. Yeah. You'd I get think, big heat. I bet. Yeah, yeah, you would do. I think you'd get more shit off the comedians like you know no i don't think that's true actually i think if you did it in a, a crowd that's full of young people i think they'd be like probably they top sort of... secret's quite good like that though like um mm. aren't they they're quite yeah a bit better yeah yeah and there, there was just stuff that was really like even i was like oh that's a bit far yeah even you but also do you yeah. think, again like it's almost it, a cultural it was on thing Hitler. <laughs> Not, Mate, that... he's got a great time fight, you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, like he suffers you up with the dick jokes and gets into the whole Jew stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Pulls yeah. you in. Yeah. But I still think you must be, I'm just trying to think, I think that's partly because here there's less comedians who give a shit about that sort of stuff. Do you know mm. what I mean? That's what I often find. Again, I think in America it's because arguments are, everything's bigger in America. Yeah. It's amplified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these cultural debates in America are much bigger things. There's much bigger podcasts talking about it and TV and they've got a much more sort of partisan TV, haven't they? So mm. all these arguments get amplified much more. So there's more comedians talking about them because they're bigger t- public stories. Whereas here, I reckon if you went on and did you know, a gig at the fucking Birmingham Glee and started doing a bit about trans people, 90% of the audience wouldn't know what you're on about. Yeah. yeah. No one, they don't, they've not read anything about it. They don't really... The promoter it would be, like, be a bit more... It would be a yeah. Twitter argument that yeah. most yeah. people... Most people aren't on Twitter. What, well, 80% of the country yeah. aren't on Twitter. Yeah, so yeah. I genuinely think a lot of the, that sort of thing, when people talk about how you can't say stuff, like, most actually it comes from is most of the audience wouldn't know what you're on about, mate. Mm. So that's what I'm always quite uh, hesitant to... to, to care about yeah. when people the talk problem about is that. the audience like even if one of them like they would attack yeah they would send emails they would get you know what i mean people on it i guess yeah so and and that's the thing it's the vast majority of people wouldn't care one way or another yeah like i'll give an example like some like my mum is obviously venezuelan i saw like <laughs> really yeah mate? exactly is never she, fucking is she a real about. woman or? <laughs> <laughs> what does she identify as mental <laughs> Um, but uh, like, uh, so like, for instance, so I saw socialism come into like Venezuela, literally decimate everything, yeah, like yeah. everything economically. Like my cousin, who's a journalist and was critical of the regime, had to flee Venezuela. Um, secret police, all of this stuff. But Where when did he I flee to uh, Uruguay, actually, oh, yeah, he's now a professor of journalism, I think, at Montevideo University. <laughs> and uh, but. Thanks I'll... for letting them know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna fucking hunt him down. <laughs> Sorry, Luis Manuel. Blew your he fucking lives at cover, 14, mate. Yeah, Uruguay Street. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a fourteen work Uruguay. At five p.m. <laughs> it's the tram. Uh. But um. But like I would never like I used to like I remember like working like in, in like in comedy clubs and booking nights and whatever else like and if someone came on and was just like came on and did like a pro socialism bit 
I think Alex Keeley had a bit. It was a very funny comic. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think like that way of looking at the world is wrong and whatever else. But the bit was good, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that we've got to a point where everybody... You have to so, agree with the comic. Yeah, or... yeah. Everybody's so politicised. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't go with I, it. I still, I, yeah, mate, again, I still think most comedy clubs don't aren't like that. I don't know. I, I don't, maybe I don't have that. Mm. I've never, I've seen, I've seen loads of people do bits. Generally not, but the, I reckon the, like, the squeaky wheel gets the, no- gets the oil. There a couple it? of divs in the crowd who, who get like who email afterwards. But I had a woman come up to me the other day and start Deservedly t- so. Yeah. But what you did wasn't right. <laughs> she wanted me to come back to my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish the story. <laughs> to help me write better punchlines. <laughs> to help me workshop some of these bits. <laughs> <laughs> work on my performance a little bit, but she, but she come up to me so arrogantly, and I was just really p- polite and nice. Um, Paul Revel come over and was asking her to leave me, but I was like, nice, no, fine. But she was just completely. She was saying, you need to do this bit there, that bit there, put that yeah, bit at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I, I used yeah, to yeah. work for the BBC. And I was like, yeah. and then she said, "What used my... to? <laughs> well, I get rid of you for being a fucking idiot, <laughs> fucking annoying everyone." But oh, yeah, and she said about one of my jokes was transphobic, and it didn't even mention gender. That the, that's the I said I know that I know the joke you're talking it's about. It's not even that joke. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a oh, really? steroid joke. I just that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Were you? yeah, yeah. Not the yeah. really transphobic one you do, mate. Yeah, yeah, not that stuff. Yeah, but like, and she got it, and I just explained the joke. I said, look, not, you know, not all my jokes are real. Yeah. I was like, you know, the chicken didn't actually cross the road. Mm. Like, you know, my uncle's not a pit, not that I do that joke. <laughs> but like, <laughs> just to clarify for anyone who hasn't seen Judy, he doesn't do chicken crossing the road. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, the, uh, it's an example. using an example yeah, of, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. jokes are jokes. Yeah. Like everything, there's not even any consistency in some of them. Like, but, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, but she was, she was annoying. Yeah. But I was just really polite and nice back. Yeah. Yeah. I look. And I think what you cunt. said is actually <laughs> is actually a really good point because when you when you're in America you actually feel that debate is actually far more close to the surface than it is in the UK. Gather. Yeah. Because if you think about like they they have a, a constant debate about guns and gun ownership. Yeah. Mm. And you don't realize when you go to like LA or New York that that's not America, but you go to yeah, Texas yeah, yeah, yeah. and literally everybody's packing. Mm. Everybody's packing. Yeah, exactly. Big. <laughs> That's why I like it, there, mate. It. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gay clubs are off the scene, mate. Six wangs in your face. So what? They've got guns on the outside in holsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mental. Yeah, oh, like, the, yeah, like they, you know, they, you know, they, they're just carrying it. Everybody is. They yeah. have to have it on, like, not concealed. They yeah, can't I, have a concealed weapon. Yeah, yeah, it has that's to it. be on the outside. Yeah. What is that? Surely that's worse. I oh, know it's that worse. Yeah. I don't know what's worse. Carrying them out. I think outside or... is better in a way, isn't it? Because mm. really, you, so you can just carry a bazooka yeah. on your shoulder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a, there is a limit on which guns, like an automatic, yeah. you can't. And but stuff. but it, again, it, we went to like a gun fair, right? right. So we walked in there. <laughs> we walked in, went to this gun fair. We got taken there by this guy who's a big fan of the show. He's like former like advisor to Trump this yeah. and he like he lo- so he loves the show right and he said like I'm gonna you boys are gonna come and see some freedom right right and we went to a Put gun a show fucking gun in your mouth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do you freedom. feel free boy <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing is everybody was so fucking polite at the gun show 
yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. was packing. They but called you ma'am. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> whatever I identified as at the time, you what fucking were you wearing? bigot, right? <laughs> but it was just really interesting because you got to see another side of America. Because right. to, to them, it's their, what they say is their Second Amendment right yeah. to bear arms. Yes. And America was forged in revolution. That's how the country was created. Yeah. So it's fundamentally part of their origin story, which is why when you see British people like go, oh, they're packing guns and this is... You go well. You just don't understand the culture. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but there is that. But that, I, I'm, yeah, I agree. I think, I think people I, look under, at the stats on the deaths. And, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I do yeah. think. Yeah, as much as I think, you know, I agree. It's part. It is such a big part of their culture. I would definitely own a gun though if yeah. I was there. I mean, firing yeah. guns. But what if you lived in LA? You wouldn't. I'm uh, not that, necessarily. You know, I wouldn't mind owning a gun. I'd be responsible. I would. It. No. It's a lot. I tell you what, I'm. I'm just want to kill myself in the night, <laughs> <laughs> crying with it in my mouth. Just never after any bad gig. Having a shot of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I wouldn't want to own a gun. Genuinely, I if don't everyone, think. Had, if everyone had a gun, like if you know what someone, if, all if it you takes know, is you're drunk. And like your neighbours are playing their music too loud. No, but I'd have it. Fuck me, Carl. I'm angry at you. No, no, but I mean, and I'll then keep like, it safe under not, my pillow. All it takes, the escalation of anything. If you've ever got in a fight, drunk, but surely if that's the burg- escalation. You could surely, if the gun, no, you had a gun that could have got involved. So so, yeah, but if someone's going to burgle your house in certain parts of America, they're going to be armed. Yeah. You need to take them out. <laughs> but then that's Between again. the eyes. But but I where are you going to keep it in your house? Under your pillow? I'd always hold it. Just wear, wear a holster to bed. <laughs> just <laughs> sleep with it there like that. I'd be gunslinging it walking around like a hacky sack. <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree. There is a, I do think there is a weird... It's hard to understand other cultures. I think yeah. America is a massive part of their history and culture. But I do still think sometimes they'll never be cultural... able to ban it no, 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 but, no but sometimes I do think even things that are part of an old culture you do need to every now and again have a little look at them and see how can we change this to be more modern and more yeah. in fitting with modern culture so they that's can why ban I, certain types of guns I don't, yeah anyone who owns a machine gun who isn't yeah, a fucking yeah. marine I yeah. think is and act in, and so in the army at yeah. war I think they should. I don't think they should be allowed to own one of them because yeah. I think that's mentally ill to allow a nor- you could go to a gun Imagine one of us could go. just go and buy a machine gun. I don't think we should be allowed. In Asda, we, we can't even like do proper jobs. Little do like but, cheap versions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I feel like there's just a this some, is the magnum. A bit of legislation <laughs> on it would would like, it, that, you know that's that's my thing is that I think yeah if it's part of your culture allow it but you can tailor it to civilized life. I think, and one of the things is as well, it's like, it's such a big sport over there. Like, we went, like, this guy, like... Killing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best in yeah. the world, mate. No, they I want to took... compete. <laughs> <laughs> but you go to a gun range, and it's just, it's so much fun. Like, I have, getting... I mean, I will say that. I, yeah, I'd like to I was do saying, that. I have oh, been to mate. a gun range, and it was fun. Actually. It is loads, it's loads of fun. So you get, like, the, like an AK-47, and, like... That's a machine gun, is it? No, the AK is, like, your standard, like, issue rifle. So you... it's a like bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you start the hang. You use the handguns, the Glocks. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just so much fun. Yeah, but oh, that's what I mean. I've I've been to a gun range. I oh, did really? find it fun. Yeah, and um, but then I, I I I didn't walk away thinking I'd love those in my house. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a I different go, thing. If I went to Alton Towers, I wouldn't think I want to get fucking <laughs> nemesis put in my house. You know <laughs> yeah. I mean? Don't I'm, you? You're allowed to go and enjoy things somewhere that yeah, is yeah. safe and <laughs> controlled. Do and you, then, do you know what I mean? That'd be great. Imagine if you were doing so well at comedy. How we're <laughs> half doing well. We need sold out the O2 six times in a row. What's he? 
he doing? He's put the nemesis yeah. in his house. I've got Ramesses <laughs> revenge in my yeah. garden. <laughs> comes out of your front wall and goes back in again. <laughs> a roller coaster <laughs> gets you to to your front door. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I um yeah I, I do. But anyway, so you went to gun show. What yeah. else did you do? What other American? So it, it was amazing because we hung out with the, like this uh, former advisor to Trump who I really get on with. Like He's really sound. And then we went to America. Oh, America we went to <laughs> L.A., which I think is what America is. And like we interviewed Sam Harris. Oh, yeah. I saw a clip I of that. I do love that Sam Harris, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. He's a f- he, it's very clever man. He's like a computer. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. He's a, almost like, you know. Don't I was listening to his podcast. on the spectrum? I don't know what the... I don't know. To, like, to, to diagnose somebody. I mean, he, is a, he but, did a lot of uh, he's very, uh, psychedelics um, back in the day, a lot of meditation. Yeah, yeah. And that's he what was, I read about. I've read about some of his meditation. They're really things. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're quite, I do like that. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. He's part was, of the Four Horsemen with yeah. Christopher Hitchens and, and uh, Dawkins, part of the New Dawkins Atheans. and that other fourth yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah. And who, the, was the, who was the fourth one? Um, I forget. It's Dennett. Sam? No, saying, I don't know. Can't remember. No one can remember. But it's he, so he was part of the New Atheist movement, and then we interviewed him. And he was such a nice guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, we are having tech problems, and our producer, Anton, went, look, I can't work it out. Like, we'll just record it, and we'll get it taken out and post-edit. And Sam was like, I've taken the entire afternoon off. Like, you do what you need to do. Yeah, it yeah, will yeah. get sorted. He, nice. pre- he performed some kind of, like, Jedi mysticism <laughs> mind trick on the producer. Five minutes later, the thing was working right, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he, he shoved the gun in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Shot his kneecaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Motherfucker! You need some motivation. Yeah, have some fucking freedom! Um, and then... And then, like, he gave us more time than was than we, we were he we originally stipulated. It was just f- just a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we put that interview out, and it went mental. Because he's very anti-Trump. Yes, he is. Yeah, he, he was is. very anti-Trump. Like, yeah, vocally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He hates Trump. Right. He hates him. He yeah, can't yeah. stand him. So it's really interesting. Like, and this is what I love about like doing my show is like we'll talk to someone who's pro-Trump, and then I went to interview Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just despises him, like compared him to like an asteroid hitting the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how much he hates Trump. Yes. He does doesn't like sure Biden I've heard... either, does he? I, no. But he... he doesn't, but it's like, you know, he understands the, the yeah. cultural impact. That's why yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard him, t- I've listened or read yeah. something that he wrote about Trump and it was, I found it very, in- I really liked it because it was that thing of, it was almost putting politics to one side and saying you've got to think about this isn't just a normal presidency. It's like the sort of you've got to think about the cultural impact yeah. that this had the ripple effect of this. Mm. Yeah. And I think people didn't really people were so obsessed with the day to day things Trump was saying and and actually they forgot about what the lasting effect of that could be. Yeah. And that's what I found. I thought I really liked sort of his um, his thinking on it. I found it really Right, that's the end of this week's public episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, what happens now, Julian? They can, if they want to hear the rest of the episode, they can go over to patreon.com slash wearetvi. There you go. Once you've signed up there, you can hear the rest of the episode. You can hear all the old Patreon episodes, exclusives, whatever. Um, it's 45p a week. Is it? Is it? Mm. That's cool. Mm. I didn't know that. Um, Easy life. There we go. It's even cheaper than I thought. So do that. And um, But if not, don't worry. You can listen to next week's public episode when it's released. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> the podcast, I think you, I think you <laughs>